folks, it's a love and grit summer. I'm Laia. I'm Justin. And I'm Rachel. And if you're wondering if we have more reasons for you to head outside, the answer is yes. This week's reason, the Tiny Room for Elephants Festival at Cherry Street Pier, which means we are talking to the founders, Yaya Horn and Damian Ward, to get all the deets. Also on the show today, Bus Driver Do, because he's making sure folks do right by Scepter by keeping us laughing. But before we jump into that, how about a quick round of Philly faves? Justin, what we got this week? Well, Pride Month just passed. So I'm wondering what your favorite LGBTQIA plus spot is. I don't know if mine's necessarily a spot, but it's definitely what comes to mind is the Philadelphia Gay News. It's the oldest newspaper in our region that highlights the LGBTQIA plus community and events and people. And there's so much history behind it. Mark Siegel, who I think he's an icon or at least nationally known. Oh, um, he is. I mean, he he rushed on the Walter Cronkite set. I mean, that's publisher. He's an activist. He's an author. And he's such a kind person and a fun person. So that's what comes to mind for me. Okay, so I got to tell y'all, my answer took a visit Philly turn because I I was already to tell y'all, like, just go to the neighborhood, spend your days, your nights, two different like experiences and all that. And then I was like, but well, wait a minute, let me go to visit Philadelphia's website because we actually have like a list kind of breaking down some really great ways to support the community. And I found a marker that I want to share with everybody. Do tell. Because I was looking for, you know me, I was looking for something black or brown and gay. And so I found him. His name is Alan Leroy Locke. It's a marker made in his name for his contributions to black art and culture. He's a Philly native. He went to Central, graduated from Harvard and ended up teaching at Howard. How black is wow. that so he's right in front of the african-american museum check out his marker and yeah thanks visit philly mine is the william way center which is sort of the gathering place for the lgbtq community it's just a beautiful building on spruce street near broad but it's more than a building it has archives they have meetings there and it's a mm-hmm. safe spot you know, like literally a safe space, but also a beautiful one that's going to expand, which is great for the neighborhood, the city and everybody else. They have a beautiful mural on the side of their wall. Yes, that is one of my favorites. It is gorgeous. I got to ask you guys, don't you feel like Philly was one of the first openly, proudly gay cities to really like The first protests were in Philadelphia in front of the independents. They were called the Reminders. Yeah, I love that. See, come to our city. We for everybody. This is not a flex. It's a fact that two of the many things Philly has a worldwide reputation for doing a lot better than most are visual arts and music. Yaya Horn and Damian Ward understand this way beyond our comprehension, which is why these two veterans of Philadelphia's entertainment scene join creative and marketing forces to form Tiny Room for Elephants, a super network of some of the most innovative minds in the city who build unique experiences for artists, brands, and consumers utilizing various artistic mediums and all on the artist's terms. Still don't understand what I'm saying? This is why you got to see it. Enter their festival celebrating its fifth year at Cherry Street Pier this month. I'm talking living art galleries with live painting and installations you could never imagine. And then we party with Philly's best. We're especially excited for this year's show. It's going to be the biggest, the biggest and the best. We've got the most artists we've ever had. 44 artists, visual artists painting live over a 10 day period. It's grown every year. One, it's hard to say no to some of these creatives that like we want to highlight we've been following maybe on instagram or in the streets forever 
And with Cherry Street Pier, we, we have a lot more we space. So we try to like maximize that space and give everybody a, a platform. So yeah, 44 is the largest number we have. And that's not including like musical acts and DJs and all the other things that's going on as well. So, And I think we're really proud this year because always at the forefront of everything we do, we want to make sure that we are as inclusive as possible. That's not just black and brown folks, but that's also LGBTQIA. That's also folks that maybe have disabilities as well. Ooh, and we- yes. It's a real global diversity. Sure. It's it's so important because the art world is primarily male dominated. So it's like we're looking under rocks. You know, people ask us like, oh, what's the application process? How do you get to be a, a part of it? We literally all year long are looking at our favorite art crushes. Sometimes they're in a gallery. Sometimes they're on a wall under a bridge. We ask some of our alum that have been with us from the beginning. Who do we need to invite? Yeah. And then we just old school. So there's validity in the tiny room for L. Elephant stamp, even in the aesthetic in your mind, even though I'm sure it's broad, but there is still a vision in your mind of like, this is tiny room for elephants and this is not. Can you break down tiny room for elephants? I said it, but I know I didn't say it correctly. Like really break down what y'all do. Tiny room for elephants is a collective of artists. We started doing this as a collective that wanted to create a platform for artists that they wouldn't normally have. And it really started off as basically a way to document the culture. In the beginning, it was only 10 or 11 artists in a room and a dank warehouse on Fifth and Burks, just all collaborating and painting together. And we were just there to capture footage and to show the world how these things come to be. A lot of times when you walk into an art gallery or you experience art, you're experiencing a finished product. You're not seeing everything that it takes to go into that piece of work, which could mean there might be five or six other paintings underneath what you saw. The artists really kind of go through it and they black things out and then they start again from scratch and then they pull other elements from here and then they go back to sketch. And we really wanted to capture that and to show that. But we decided to evolve that because we realized like people can experience this in real life as well. Documenting this process is always a part of what we do and it will always be a part of what we do. We have hard drives and hard drives full of footage ever since we started doing this back in 2014. But now it's a little different because it's more public facing, especially being at Cherry Street Pier. You can walk in every single day and watch the progression of your favorite artists working on their piece for 10 days straight and see it unfold. A lot of these artists, they work alone in silos. They're working in the studio or they work in at night, not always under the arm of the law. But (laughs) <laughs> you know, now they have a chance to like work with other artists, work with their peers, learn other tricks and things that they might not and collaborate. Artists don't get to collaborate because they're usually in silos, like not working together. And this gives them an opportunity to work together. How did you come up with the name? Well, it was a 420 moment for me. Uh, <laughs> I was just coming off of I had worked on the last Roost album and then they shoot your cousin. And I was looking for something next to do. I have a creative team that I've always worked with. We were like, what's next? And it came out of wanting to build, to create a band. And it was like the elephant in the room. I Googled elephant in the room. And I was like, why does the elephant have to fit into the room? Then I sketched out a little house with like a hundred elephants lining up just to look into the room. Now, I know this is going far, but this is the actual story. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we couldn't fit into the room, but it was there for them. And from there, the name started. And then, you know, all the other elements of Titan for Elephants came with like. And the logo. Yeah. From all the creators around me. Such a great name. 
Like yeah. it makes you interested. I want to learn more about I have questions. I want to look it up. So, That's why I'm also excited about the audio tour that we get uh, to participate in that. That's going to be amazing. We may know a familiar voice on that. Episode. I was just oh, about yeah. to say. Right. Listen, and let's not get it twisted. Everybody who knows Tiny Room for Elephants knows there's a cool factor. So it's kind of like if you're involved, you're like, yeah, like, oh, you involved with Tiny Room? Okay. You know, so I say that to say, yeah, I'm, my voice is all up in that whenever. Since since Tiny Room for Elephants has started, I've been like, this is something special. I'm in on whatever Damon y'all need. That's just because it's yeah. special. We're always surprised when people actually know who we are or what we do. Are like, you serious? We are. I just got surprised. Some of the artists that we invited this year were like, oh my gosh, I went back to my DM to DM you guys. And my last communication with you was when you were at Bach of like, how do I be a part of this? And yeah. somehow it's like come around full circle because you know there's a, a lot of these art showcases if you will they do have an application and along with that is mm-hmm. an application fee mm-hmm. and that's just not what this is this is truly to elevate and create a platform for creatives and with that being said we don't have any specifications on what the artists have to do it doesn't right. have to be like oh you're in this and you're only painting mm-hmm. elephants we do have an artist inspiration this year mm-hmm. artist inspiration is love and grit which we all know is creatives like that's what drives you mm-hmm. every single day And Mm -hmm. so that actually really makes sense for us. But the artists are super excited that they have freedom. They're not being commissioned to paint a portrait or only use these certain three colors. And so they can come into the room and a lot of them, what we've experienced are testing new techniques. They're trying new methods. They're experimenting. And you know what? Most times it lands, but the truth is this is a safe space and and sometimes it doesn't. And you have all your art friends around you to be like, oh, you should try this. Or I use this material or when I get stuck there, I use this kind of paint. And like, which is not usual. Like they're not working together usually. So that's a good cross pollination. This is a family and you have people receptive when you first launched this whole concept what was the reaction were people like finally we've been waiting for something like this or was there pushback like wait a minute who are these folks coming mm-hmm. on board and opening up this door for other what people? makes them tastemakers yeah mm-hmm. yes i think the the creative community was definitely excited and definitely into it but you know there are other establishments and other organizations that didn't understand. So it's like, wait, no, we don't do what you do. And we're not trying to step on your toes. This is something unique and different in itself. It's been a lot of like trying to explain to people like what we are and what we do, because it's not just one thing. Mm, It's not just a mural festival. It's not just a creative agency. It's a lot of things. So for people that want to make sure they are or have the opportunity to contribute financially to support this, where should they go? They can definitely find me on our website, yaya at tinygroomforelephants.com. And like, just to be completely transparent, we're also selective with who we partner with. Love that. Um, this has to remain Black, owned, run for the good of the artists. Artist and, and we're very, very careful with who we partner with because we want to make sure they're aligned with our goals and that they're aligned with what we expect from our our artists as well. I think a lot of the pushback, just to harken back to what you said, Rachel, is we had to find a way to also explain what this is. This Mm -hmm. is a lot of things. We went through a lot of iterations of like, 
what is our five minute elevator pitch? Because it's so many things. And that was a learning for us. And we're still learning and we're still growing with it. I think just like we run Tiny Moon for Elephants, the festival, we also have that mantra ourselves is we don't have to fit into a box. So we don't have to have this business plan that sticks to all these different points. We're agile. And so we're able to look at situations and iterate based on that. And that's, I think, how we've been able to grow and gain respect in the city and in the industry. Can you talk about some of the proud alumni and not just visual artists? Like you said, y'all work with all kinds of creatives, but talk about the kind of moves they've been making since touching Tiny Room for Elephants. One of my proudest alumni is one of our first people to actually come in and paint. And he's no longer here, Willis Nomo, to see his work around the city and then him come in and be our first artist ever to paint anything. And one of his first statements was like, what, I can paint anything? It's like, yeah, anything. He's like, what? So, I mean, I just saw Google Moro on the BET Awards. She's an alumnus? I didn't know that. She she performed in 2016. You know, there's the Chill Moody's. Oh, I saw Brittany Fouché. She was on uh, the Vic Mensa last album. That's incredible. So give us all the details. Cherry Street Pier, when, how can we get involved? What can we expect? All right. So Cherry Street Pier, we actually start moving into Cherry Street Pier on July 5th. The artists kick off and start painting on July 8th. And from that point, from the 8th to the 18th, it's free. It's open to the public. Come in, come see the artists creating. This is a living art gallery. It's happening right there in front of your eyes. We unveil and, and, and prepare for exhibition weekend. The first night that we take everything off and we have all the best lighting and our laser light show is happening what? on the 21st. Yeah. yeah, we got, we have a lot of yeah. Is in store this year. I was so, gonna ask. Okay, I didn't want to cut you off. But I was like, I want to know the installation to look for. Like, I want to know what's the I mean, thing that y'all so, are like. So much, so, many. so much. There's okay. like customized pinball machines, laser light shows. We have DJs performing every single day while the artists are painting. It's super important for us to create that live soundtrack for the artists. Right. Oh, that's great. A yes, movie night. Oh my God, the movie speak <laughs> on July 14th. What's the movie. So Cinespeak is amazing, but they are partnered with us. And what they did was they put out a call to local musicians and local filmmakers to create a film with music scored by local musicians. The laser lights, the laser guy, Kevlar, he just came off the Donda 2. Wow. Uh, wow. He's like, I just want to show people what I do, like, in my spare time. Oh, <laughs> so cool. And that's yes. the kind of, like, that's the kind of that's energy. The that that's the level. That's the level. So, exhibition yes. weekend, July 21st through the 24th. That is where we're kind of unveiling everything. On the July 23rd, we have Red Bull BC1. Their breakdance championship is going to be also a part of the festival. Oh, my gosh. Come right. have a lot of programming. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, There's no excuse not to get there. Like, hey. there. What more you eat? What more you eat? I'm not. I'm gonna come through. Is it look? What's the food? Y'all got food? Oh, there's food. It's a beautiful venue. That's the. You have martinis. You have martinis. Yeah, Tito's is one of our sponsors. Uh, Oh, there you go, Rachel. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We had so much fun at the Visit Philadelphia Black Greek Edition golf outing. We had so much fun. We have not talked about this either on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you golf? Yes, she does. Uh, I have the video. She had wardrobe changes. I did have a wardrobe change. 
That's dramatic for a goth album. But it was it was amazing to see so many professionals come together and the type of like testimonies that people said, here we are in a space that at one point we weren't allowed to even be here. Or to make sure that we are in Philadelphia and commemorating, you know, the Juneteenth weekend and a reason for people to visit and the camaraderie and the networking yeah. and the teasing that took place among us. Did you gather anything for the singles bunch? Because that was important. I wasn't able this to make it. This is not a matchmaking show. Okay, we need so, as many okay, Laya, black I singles. Why so is trying to make us match? I, I have to tell you, I don't know what you, what's on your list, right? Uh-huh. But I can tell you the folks that were coming in their Porsches and just yeah. having their golf bags. And oh, oh, so. yeah, everybody looked real cute, too. Everyone was looking real good. Wildest dreams. This is what I wanted to be doing for my Juneteenth observation day. This is my first one. So I wanted oh. to be luxuriating. Yeah. I wanted to be on the other side. We're not working. We're here. We're being served. We're fellowshipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a terrarium. I did painting. Painting. Right, a really, really beautiful <laughs> moment. Yeah. It's, it's so that was the inaugural event, but it will be every weekend, the weekend of Juneteenth. Every yeah, weekend, that's okay. Yeah. The, the whole purpose is to make sure people understand that Juneteenth weekend, with all of the cultural attractions, the events, the Juneteenth parade and festival, freedom to liberty for the first time, Welcome mm-hmm. America starting their festival on Juneteenth to raise mm-hmm. awareness and to educate. All of that is happening in one weekend. So it was an open invitation, and especially for members of fraternities and sororities, come to Philadelphia, invite your fraternity brothers, your sorority sisters, and it was an event to be a part of, and you missed yeah. out. Sorry, y'all. And GDIs are welcome too. For folks that don't know what that means, please tell them like you. That is a, a got darn individual. That's what the rest <laughs> of us are who aren't in a fraternity or sorority. Okay. And, get, that and, then, and that that's me. me. I'm me not or AKA me, find me, depending was, on what kind of I college. Fellowshipping, I was learning, yes. okay? Yes. And it was- The history just, of golf and black golfers in our region. And, and, oh, and shout out, shout out to Philly Fashion Week, Kevin Parker. Yes, to make sure you are amplifying your golf attire because golf is not only fun, but also fashionable. So right. have all these great events around yeah. Juneteenth yeah. weekend and have people excited and looking forward to do something on Juneteenth is yeah. awesome. Like, I'm glad just- Philly is on the right side of history. I am. <laughs> Anyone who knows this show knows that we are a sucker for a good citizen turned viral star. Bus Driver Do is redefining the way we ride the bus and our relationship with our bus driver. A relationship that most who ride is a daily exchange and a part of our routine. Eric's IG not only showcases in the most hilarious ways all the common shenanigans and mistakes we make as riders, he also displays a love for his job that has other young people thinking about getting behind the wheel. So now Rachel, Justin, and I must get the real story from the man bringing joy to our daily commute. So a lot of the times with the content that you create, how do you even come up with it? It's simply just like real experiences that are happening all with all the stuff of us. I see on the bus. <laughs> all the stuff I see on the bus. Oh, I got so many questions. What's the most outrageous thing you've ever seen? Probably the bed in the couch. They try to put the bed in the couch on the bus. You know, before I drove the bus, I didn't know it get that crazy on the bus. I didn't. I didn't know. Like sometimes when you just get on and get off. You don't really see as much as if I'm out there eleven hours a day going up and down the street. How long have you been driving the bus? Ten years. Ten years. What made you turn on the camera now? Yeah, it's a good one. I always told my little sisters, my brother, so I would always tell them the stories. They'd be laughing and all that. And one day my sister, she said, you might as well tell them stories on Instagram. 
And I started okay, telling them like that. When did you figure out your angles and how to shoot? I just set it up on a book bag or something. I don't got no tripod or nothing. I just set it up on a book bag. Sounds good. Is it like a Velcro sticker on the back? Nah, he's talking about no, leaning. No, I just might. Oh, I, I just set it up. I just set it up on my book bag. Oh, like I said, what don't you understand? Quit trying to make it more technical, Rachel. He told you what he does. He said that thing on lean on my book bag. That's what he said. <laughs> lean with a rock with it. So, what was the first video that like popped off for you? What was the content in the first one? I was on Broad Street and these two guys tried to get on the bus. One had a bed and one had a Oh, that was the one? Oh, okay. Yeah. I started playing the game with them a little bit. I was like, well, where everybody else going to sit there if I let y'all put it on here? And, you know, it was like, well, they can sit on the couch with us. <laughs> and was the couch supposed to be in the middle, but this, it's it's like bars there where you're supposed to hold on to, on the bus. Man, it was no way they was going to do that. It was no way. You have the right energy because I love that you don't get pissed off with the answers. No, no, you no, like, no. oh, this is what we doing? Explain to me how this going to work out. <laughs> like, that's so nice. I, I, I can take a lesson in that. I'm not the most patient person in my life. Like, I learned. Oh, yeah. So even just being on the bus, I learned you can't match the energy. So when the energy high, like, if you keep it cool, you will bring yeah. them down some. I learned some things. I was looking at your IG. <laughs> I was just telling a friend about this. I was like, when we think as passengers that we got game, but y'all been on this, the pat, can you break down the pat? Because I have been guilty of the pat. What is, the pat oh, we can't find oh, our no, pass or a token or something? It's going to start off all this. Wait, for our listeners, he is starting by patting his shoulders, chest, yeah. and making his way down, looking like, for, I, 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 like, and he has no I pockets. Left. He has no pockets, but he's padding. Yo, man, you know what, bro? I think I left it on my dresser, bro. You think I could, think I get a ride? As passengers, we just expect, for real, for real, we expect that by the time we finish doing that, the bus driver usually go, just go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> I expect now, with aggressive dimpling, you're going to be like, you know what, she good, she good. I've been doing this so long now, I can tell as soon as I pull up to the stop, I know who's not gonna pay. No. They, they look at me, they look at me dead in my eyes. And are they real nice at the bus stop? They let everybody go on first. Nine times out of ten, what do you do in that situation? I don't kick nobody off the bus. But that's a set the rule. It's a set the rule at some point that if you don't have money, that they're supposed to let you on, right? That don't that's mean a whole people rule. follow it. That I, don't mean people you know, follow it. I have gotten your story. Off. So my story was with regional rails. So I have gotten kicked okay. off. Oh, those people don't mess around because they're <laughs> real expensive. Those regional okay, rails. Yeah, it's I not didn't, just I like a home, $2 I mean, This was ride. several years ago, right? Several, several years ago, I was home from college. I didn't have the right zone. And so they were like, oh, you getting off here? I was like, you came back to ask if I was getting off? And I was like, oh no, my stop is And they're like, that's another such and such. I was like, I don't got it. They're like, okay, get off. Regional rail, different. I don't fill out something. Yeah, yeah, regional rail, totally different. That was several years ago, several years ago. Have you heard from any of your bosses? Like, does anybody at work know about the Instagram account? Yeah, I actually met a chairperson one day and she was at the depot and she said, wait, dude, what's up? And then she told me, she's like, we all be watching your videos down to set the headquarters and all that. I meet people all day, like on a bus or something. I meet people, man, all day. I never expected to get like this. Or people all from all over the world. You know what's coming next. You a whole like SEPTA campaign. Because mm-hmm. two, what we ain't what we're not talking about is the young people that get on your bus and get inspired by you and motivated and want to do what you do, right? Oh, the kids love me. Kids love me. Some come just ride with me some days. Are you are you single? Are you single? <sighs> Cause I'm gonna tell you what people don't know That's about SEPTA drivers. Question to listen, because Justin, times. the SEPTA drivers, they listen. The girls, we want them. Uh, 
Did you lose the connection? Did you hello? <laughs> no, no, I hear you. I hear you. Justin's going to get us back on track. Yeah. He said, y'all too nosy. What's the no, wildest thing that happened? The couch or is there crazier stuff? Man, listen, <laughs> I never told this story, right? Yes. I was on the 23 and I seen a girl and her dude arguing. Mm-hmm. So she hit the guy with the shoe. Oh. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the corner. She hit him with the shoe and she's running back towards the bus. And the dude chases it, so she hopped on the bus. I closed the door and got out of there. So uh, I might have saved her life that day. See, that's the first time I like seeing somebody, the bus driver, shut the door on somebody because you know y'all be doing that. I've, that's oh. happened to me. That's one of your videos too. Can you talk about the tip for that so that won't happen to people? How do you not get the bus because you could be knocking on the door and you, y'all still keep going? All right. So sometimes if the bus pull off, so once they start moving and if you stop, sometimes it could be a safety hazard. Most of the people that run. Run for the butt. They don't never pay. It's always a that's problem a, with that's, the runners. That's stereotyping. I don't like that. No, listen. It's always a problem with the runners. <laughs> the runners always give you a problem. And they never say things when you wait for them. Mm, okay. So I'll wait for the runners, but I understand why other people might not. Because right. sometimes it'd be a hassle. You'll wait for somebody running and all that. They get on and give you a problem. Like, yo, man, you look like you ain't want to wait for me. Ooh. Like, yo, how are we having this conversation? And if I look like I ain't want to wait. Oh, no. <laughs> so what was it like when there was requirements for masks Ooh. and for folks that didn't want to adhere to not the rules that you created, Ooh. but what was the rule to get on that bus? B, what type of mask and, and things did you see? Like, what did people come up with yeah, so <laughs> when they forgot their mask? So, so sometimes it's like, I pull up to the stop. Now, everybody might got a mask, but one person don't. So it's like, you don't want to leave the whole stop. And I'm like, yo, bro, I mean, you got to put a mask on. And I ain't put no mask on. What you going to do? And I'm going to go sit down. So what you going to do? You going to hold the whole bus up? You just got to keep driving. You just got to let them on. Because right, yeah. once you want, it's either I can hold the bus up, call the cops, I can do all that stuff. But now you holding everybody yeah. else up. Or you get some people with the mask, put the, they had a mask on, but had a nose and a mouth out. It's like, why oh, you oh, I hate that. On? <laughs> then they want to record you. Look at this bus driver. He <laughs> holding everybody up. Everybody pulling the phone out. You know, you be like, make sure you get my good side. Make sure you get my good side. At me, bus driver do. So yep. now I don't really be having too many problems no more because a lot of times it be because you're a celebrity. When they get on. You're a celebrity. Mm. Justin, so you're wait, about to tell say us something. about your favorite passengers. Do you have like great stories? Like, did somebody get married on your bus? Give you any presents for the oh. holidays? I never got presents, for but I, I I will have people come bring me stuff. They come bring me coffee, things like that. People will come bring me stuff. That's nice. People have brought me like hoodies. Wow. You, you need a love and grit t-shirt? Cards. Justin, sit up and show your love and grit t-shirt. I, I would love to get one of them. What size are you? Uh, medium. Medium. You must be working out. You're trying to show all that, huh? Look what's underneath that septic shirt. I'm sorry. That was too far. Sorry. Busy there you go. Man, there you listen, go. See, Leia won. He said a medium. I'm like, oh. Well, he's, but but oh, fortunately, okay. see, she can get away with it. It's like She's on the podcast. Not only because she's a celebrity, but because she can push the boundaries that Justin and I really can't. So it balances. And I ride the bus more than them. I want SEPTA to call so you can start on this campaign. Like, you should just be the campaign to ride SEPTA and to ride it safely. And how can we be the best passenger for you, bus driver, dude? That's a good question. Oh, I like that one. Get on, say hi to the bus driver in 5250. Easy day. Okay. That's easy day. There's no stress on me. But that ain't going to be like that, though. No, but on some real, even if somebody don't pay, the nice attitude, good energy, it make my day every time. Because some hey. people might get on and might not have it, but they attitude and energy so good. It's like, can I really tell that person? That's me. That, that is me. Also, you won't be annoyed when I put my bike on the front, right? 
<laughs> no. Okay, because I'm, I have a fear that the whole bus will turn on me. So that's why I never. No, no, no. Oh my. Okay. So can I ask you a question? What we like to ask all the guests. What does love and grit mean to you as it relates to our city, as it relates to what you do? All right. So now I would say it's definitely a lot of love in the city, even just on a bus. You see some some crazy things, but it's a lot of love. But also the city is gritty, meaning like <laughs> the city definitely work hard. So it's love in both. It's love in both. It's a lot of love, but it's a lot of grittiness, too. Matter of fact, I feel like I got the grittiness the way I work. That's what you, that's what it is. That's what you are. Like, you're, you're an ambassador for it. our region. You yeah. are an ambassador for sure. And man, listen, and, and sometimes I'll just be laying down at night and i just be thinking. I never expected it to get like this, but it'd be mm-hmm. crazy. Like when you really see like the love side of it, it override some of the hateful part of it. That's Philly. Who would have thought you would have been able to meet Laia and Justin? (laughs) I mean, wow. I know you didn't say it, but I know you're sitting there thinking it. Listen. And Rachel. When y'all first sent me the invite, I said to my brother, like, yo, cuz, look at this. He's like, yeah, that's heavy, bro. That's heavy. Oh, we heavy, guys. That's That's heavy, bro. bro. Uh, We heavy. Get that book. I love it. (laughs) All right, I feel like we have a lot to see and do. And we know how to act on the way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Follow us on social media at Love Grit Philly. We'll be happy to see you there. And if you get a chance, rate or review us. Rachel, what do you like to say? But only if you have something nice to say. I'm sensitive about my work. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We all are. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.